Fierce Fan Media. It's nice to see your smiling face. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Weekly Wind Down. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal. I feel like it gets worse every week. <laughs> I hope so. This is better. So. I'm Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. I'm Julie, the not so lipstick Julie. lesbian. Sounds <laughs> like she's doing a movie voiceover. Coming to you <laughs> from Arkansas. <laughs> Julie, the not wah, so wah. lipstick lesbian. Wah, wah. In a theater near you. In a, th- in a red gaming chair near you. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. So listen. Oh my. So much. First thing we're gonna have to talk about because wait, we Aaron- gotta talk about what we're drinking because oh, yeah. this is ridiculous. Ooh, that's beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna be real honest. I I bought the the black box. Nice. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's good too for 20 bucks and four bottles of wine. I'm here for oh my it. God. Yeah. Remember when we put away one of those in Pittsburgh? The first no. night we were there. <laughs> Yes, I'm 100% remember that, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't even drink red wine, and I was like, why are my teeth pink? That's how what Swift Vengeance was born, yes. Ah, what a good thing. Nice. Um, I'm drinking this ridiculous wine my mom got me at BevMo for the five-cent wine wine sale. Nice. It's called Popcorn. Oh, is Ooh. it good? It says on the back, popcorn's your snack time wine. Generously buttered, a little bit savory, and a little bit sweet, just like everyone's favorite snack. Um, it tastes nothing like popcorn at all. It is not buttery. And I was kind of excited because I was like, oh, like buttery wine is good to me. Yeah. And it's not, but it is a decent Chardonnay. Nothing okay. to do with popcorn whatsoever, but a decent Chardonnay. Right. Would you eat popcorn with it? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I've never met a, a wine that I won't eat with drink with popcorn. So, oh, and I've never eaten popcorn and drink something that I'm like, oh, this is not, this does not belong with popcorn. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah. My favorite thing to drink with popcorn is beer. Oh, I love mm. an ice cold beer. Coke Zero mm. is my favorite. Oh, Cherry Coke Zero is mine. Cherry, like yes. Cherry Coke Zero, yes. Like at the theater. Mm-hmm. That yep. is absolutely mm-hmm. what And the straw, get. whatever they put in that straw is, yeah. Yep. Ugh. So good. Julie, what are you drinking? I'm just drinking Gatorade. <laughs> I have to do I mean, I, I guess it's obvious what I'm drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Aaron. Drinking your Tito's. Tito's sorry. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Julie, go. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> I have to, I'm going golfing tomorrow and uh, I have to go out to lunch. So I'm, I got stuff to do tomorrow. I can't, okay, you I guys always... are all super exciting. Stacy and I are the only ones that uh, understood the assignment. I'm also okay, drinking. First of all, I'm still drinking. It's Tinkerbell so and it says Drinkerbell. Um, oh, I love okay, it. Okay, that's cute. Yeah, that is I cute. I do drink- take it seriously. I still drink. I just, wine gives me a horrible hangover the next day. Listen, Aaron, Pisces, you've been doing this for too long now. Uh, you can stop the excuses. It's fine. Okay, true. I just am not a big <laughs> wine fan. I do like wine. I'm but drinking I just, out of the cup I stole from our St. Patrick's I'm the day. same way. I enjoy it right. while I'm drinking it, but then the next day, right. it's like, oh. You guys are drinking bad wine. Not no. If you are hungover the next day, the wine is not good. This, you know sweet. what? Last Saturday, after wine, like I had that whole bottle of wine, I did not feel bad at all. So it was so good wine. It was. Remember, it was that Italian wine. Yeah, yeah. it was fucking delicious. 
cheap wine will give you a hangover. You need to school me on on what or whatever it is. You need to school me on what good wine is and like what bottle. How expensive does it have to be to be considered good wine? Over if you if you buy something over twelve dollars, you won't get a hangover. All the wine I drink would be over twelve bucks. Well, then I don't know what to <laughs> try the organic um, wine too. No, no, their savings plan. Well, you, <laughs> <laughs> well, you also need to know your limits. Like, I know exactly how much wine I can drink without, like, exactly without getting hungover. There, there lies my problem. I yeah. don't have limits. <laughs> Well, there's your problem, friend. Yeah, yeah. don't Probably, always yeah. follow it because once I'm I've drank that amount, usually I'm like, this is fun. I'm gonna drink more. Right. But I do know my limit yeah. of when I'm gonna be hungover. You've just abandoned right. the limit. You're like, I don't right. care. <laughs> yeah. All right. Guys, we need to talk about Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy. And I'm gonna say something on here that I've never said before. I'm absolutely disgusted with Taylor Swift right now. Like, why? I'm so disappointed in her. Maddie Healy, the guy she's being linked to right now, the lead singer for the 1975, is a, a racist. He's a transphobe. He's homophobic. And the fact that he's aligning, she's aligning him herself with him, is so beyond disappointing to me at this point. What's your question, Stace? What the hell happened between last week and this week? Because last week we were saying there was no fucking way she was. Well, now they've been pictured nah. in public together, like holding hands and kissing and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's dating him. She's dating him. Uh, yeah. And she's, I'm not it's, even talking. It's talk- no longer a PR stunt, I don't think. Well, and so also what has changed is I've learned a lot more about Maddie Healy. I knew like on the cusp that he was kind of a dirt bag, but I kind of at the time chalked it up to like rock star behavior, like he probably slept his way through a lot of girls and like made some right. off the cuff comments that like he shouldn't have years ago, but no, like he is a piece of shit. Like he's, wow. he, he did a Nazi salute on stage. He had to have a podcast taken down because the things he said were racially so egregious that they wouldn't air them. Like what he was making out with 14 year old girls. So Ugh. I, and listen, everyone knows how much I respect and admire Taylor Swift for not just like for her, her business capabilities. She's one of the smartest women that's in power right now, which means you don't get to have a public messy relationship like the rest of us do because you have a responsibility. Like all these people who are coming to her defense right now being like, oh, we've all had these like messy uh, rebounds after breakups and yeah, he's a terrible guy, but Taylor's still, ta- no, no, he's a known bigot, a known bigot. You don't get to get to align yourself with him and, and come out unscathed. She needs to be held accountable because this is disgusting. Yeah. A fucking Nazi salute mm-hmm. on stage. And I, all of his little fans are like, Oh, it was ironic. There's nothing ironic about a Nazi salute. Right. There's no, like Aaron and I were talking earlier. The only way that would have been acceptable is if immediately after that concert, he said, now that I have everyone's attention, we have raised $2 million to support like fucking the Holocaust foundation. And we'll be putting up whatever. But the fact that he was like, oh, it's just my on stage persona. And I'm not like that in real life. What? Yeah. Like that's not an excuse. And here's what makes me the most mad. 
being aligned with Taylor Swift, this man is now more popular than he's ever been, has more attention on him than he's yeah, ever he's been. he's trending all the time She's on giving him credit. Like, she's giving him street cred or whatever, Swifty cred, whatever you want to call it. And you're talking about a woman who as is at the absolute pinnacle of her career. She's never been more adored, universally loved, universally respected. Like, there are people who have never been Swifties, but are like, yeah, I'll give it to her. She's breaking down walls. She's breaking down barriers. She's breaking records. She's doing things that no woman in the music industry has ever done. And she fucking aligns herself. I don't care if it's PR. If it's PR, it's actually worse. If it's, if it's fake, it's actually worse because you're talking about a human being who could quite literally be with anyone on the planet. And she decided to align herself with a bigot. And I'm, I, I told Aaron today, I don't know if, sh- should I be boycotting the Eras tour? Like, should I not be going? Because I was it's like, making, ah, it's making me no. question, but you are who you align yourself with. You are who you spend time with. And I don't know that I can do I'm that. Sure she's going to get a lot of hate from her fans for she it. She should. Because yeah she so she needs to be held accountable i feel like she's gonna have to come out and say something about it soon because i feel like her fans are gonna be like what are you doing oh you they know, are it's, so it's funny. all over it's all over yeah. the tiki talking it is and it's so funny because like there were like i feel like in in the swifty realm there when she was with joe alwyn there were it was like 50 50 right it was like people that love joe can you fight joe can you fight like Joe Alwyn this Joe Alwyn that like Joe we, we, he's the cutest he's the this he's the that like blah 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 like right like there's th- that faction and then there was the other faction that thought she's gay right I feel like universally everyone hates Maddie Healy everybody hates him there's not a like everybody that loved Joe is like horrified and everybody that didn't like Joe is like Jackie and I said come on Joe where you at yeah I'll tell well one of the and I get it like listen I'm not as much as I like I'm a fangirl for Taylor Swift I'm also not a 17 year old kid like I get it your heroes are shouldn't be on pedestals and they fall from grace and like you shouldn't idolize anyone and I don't idolize her I'm I'm saying it's it's disappointing to see someone who has so much fucking power there are a gazillion girls on this planet that look up to her and appreciate her and her saying that his be by saying I'm willing to be in a relationship with him is saying his behavior is okay. And that breaks my fucking heart. Like you can't say this behavior is okay. You can't call yourself an ally. You can't say that you care about people of color. You can't say that you care about the LGBTQIA community and align yourself with a man who it actually, if it's his stage persona, that's even grosser. You're monetizing off of bigotry that's mm-hmm. even worse like how do you sleep at night so yeah. i i'm like real discombobulated over this like and not discombobulated in the fact that it's like oh my god is it like should it just be totally okay no like how what if, what do i do at this point do i just give up taylor altogether because our oh if this is, our values don't align if this Let is, it play if out a little real. bit. To what? To what end? Maybe sh- she's gonna like <laughs> realize and oh read the hate and realize what kind of person he is and go, "Oh my god, that's what even was I worse." Thinking? She, she has needs, to be called she's, out. 
She has to know. She has to know. Like I would let her play it out for a couple of months, go to the concert, be months. okay, and then mm-hmm. see what happens. For the listeners at home. Let me ask, let me ask you this. Jackie's eyes just popped out. Let me ask you this. If this was if a friend of ours we watched do a Nazi salute. Uh, I should say, if a friend of ours was dating a guy that we watched do a Nazi salute, and make, jokingly, you should listen jokingly. to these some of, some of these comments that he's made about people. They're her, and I'm not talking ten years ago, eight okay, years that's ago. Good. Yeah, like, that's good though. Okay, so if it were, we're gonna use Stacy because she's single and she's not here. So if Stacy <laughs> started dating a guy and he said bad things, did a Nazi salute. Would you just write Stacy off and be like, "Wow, you're you're crazy. Fuck you," and never talk to her again, or would you no. be like, "Okay, let's you know, like let this play out a little bit, see what happens," because in a couple of weeks she could come to you and be like, "Whoa, my bad." That was I get what crazy. you're saying, but I don't know. I, and no, I wouldn't write Stacy off, obviously. But I have an actual relationship with her. Like, should I? Your I don't pay Stacy. <laughs> But I don't I don't pay Stacy to have a relationship with her. Like, should I still be giving money to a person right. that is aligning themselves with someone who is so awful? Mm. Like, I, I don't and listen, this is my like knee-jerk reaction. I don't know how I'm gonna feel in a few days after the dust settles. I'm so overly disappointed with her that I like I don't know which way to go. But you've done you it also, now, Taylor. Then- Your biggest fan's disappointed in you. You did it now. It's like the guys throwing away their Bud Light cans, right? You already paid the money to go to the concert. So throwing it away is just like but this wasting is, your own money. I don't know. I feel like this is... I'm not going to like go burn her CDs or whatever. I just don't know that I can... I don't know, man. Continue real, to support. I'm so disappointed. So I'm like... So give it a little while. Disappointed. My give it a little while before you make any decisions. About the whole thing is that I feel like she is... I'm trying to be supportive in the sense that I feel like she's struggling. I think there's something going on with her and I don't know what it is and no one ever will. And that's the unfortunate thing is that even though we all know so much about Taylor Swift, she's never really out and open and honest about her relationships ever, which is okay. And that's fine. And she's allowed to be, but this in particular hits so hard because she's made so much money on the backs of people who are marginalized, right? Like women and LGBTQ and, and, you know, she, she speaks so often about being open and honest and loving and kind. And she, you know, like in Miss Americana where she's like, I don't want to support people that don't support the women's rights and so on and so forth. And the only thing that I've ever heard Maddie Healy say is that he's anti or that he's pro-choice and that he's anti-the he, shit that's going on. But that's it. That's the only thing I've ever heard him say that I'm that I like. And I'm he like, also gave an interview back in 2015 saying it would be emasculating to date Taylor Swift because she yeah, is see, like I just industry. feel like I feel like this is and I said this to Jackie earlier. Like I feel like, you know, when you're like in high school. And all of a sudden the bully, the guy starts liking you and you're like, oh my God, like, I'm going to like him back, even though he treated me like shit because 
I've worked so hard to get to this this place and now the bully likes me. That's how I feel like Taylor Swift is acting right now. It's like she has no fucking clue how big she really fucking is and how she doesn't need to put up with this shit. That's how I feel. Do I think that's really the case now? I think she's just doing this and it's it's upsetting and it's disappointing and I'm trying so hard to like justify it in my head because my entire playlist is Taylor Swift. She doesn't have the luxury of having a messy, sloppy rebound. I don't understand what she's doing. I just want to know what she's doing. I don't like we've we've talked so often about how meticulous her PR team is, right? Mm -hmm. Like meticulous down to like the fuck. And like even like everything she does is so meticulous with the Easter eggs and the this and the that and the the coding and the uh, this and this equals 13. And it's like everything she does is so, so well thought out. How did she not think this out? I don't know. know. Maybe, maybe she did. And maybe we need to have faith in her and like see what happens. And imagine the songs that are going to come out of this breakup. I just, I just hope at the end of it, all it is, is just her being like, actually, I'm a lesbian. Isn't that way better than yeah. you know, dating this scumbag? Yeah, it is. But Good I, job. I also, so I hear what you guys are saying, but I'm trying really hard to put myself in the place of we're speaking to that as white women. Right. If I was a black woman and heard and felt the same way about Taylor that I do. Because there are, are black and brown Numerous, and indigenous yes. women who are big fans of Taylor. And I heard her align herself with someone that has spoken about my community the way that he has. I don't know that I could give her the leeway that I can as a white person. So I'm trying really hard to make sure that I'm addressing this in like an ethical way and not just my white way if that makes right. sense like right. I, I know what I, you mean and listen i'm not it it's okay to be disappointed in people i want her to do better i would love for her to address this and come out with it because this is one of those things and listen i get it you want to be private you want to have you know your personal life your personal life but you're a billionaire because of us so you have a responsibility to your fans and whether that's fair or not, I don't know. If it's not fair, you should have probably been a, a a marketing executive, which you probably would have been had you never been a singer. Like, but because you're a public figure and because you are not just the most powerful woman in the mus- music industry, the most powerful person in the music industry, you have a responsibility to the gazillion people who look up to you and who are watching you to see how to make it happen to overcome like that sexism barrier. And this is just so disappointing. And I, I understand what you're saying too, Aaron, but here's the reality. She's not a 17-year-old girl in high school. No, she's, she's not. You're right. You're old billionaire. You're right, right. No, who, and I'm not saying that I think she is or is. I'm just saying like, I feel like that's that mentality. Like, and it's hard, I think, when you were bullied or anything. I don't know if Taylor Swift wasn't really was she bullied? Was she, she bullied? She said she was. I don't know. So People like, who went to her was, high school like, said she wasn't. But. Is it, it is hard to get past. Like, my friend just sent me a picture of my bully's kid and was like, who is this? And do you know who this is? Whose daughter is this? And I was like, I have no idea. She was like, that's your bully's kid. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Literally, like, the most emo girl I've ever seen. She's adorable, but she's emo. And, like, 
100% someone that he would have made fun of. And I was just like, God, how ironic that like this guy has this daughter, you know? And I remember him apologizing to me when I went to my 10 year high school reunion and him saying like, my little girl's getting bullied and I'm so sorry I bullied you. And I was just like, yeah, whatever, fuck off. You know, I actually, I never said that. I was like, it's okay. <laughs> We're all grownups now. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's boring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really That's more accurate. Like in my head, I was like, I. But you don't have a, a PR team working on your behalf. Right. And I don't. He. Well, and I also don't. Um, I'm not a multimillionaire now. Right. Like I'm, I think that like, though, it, it does, it is like a deep seated thing inside of you. So it's like, if, if you get the guy that like is that grungy weird guy that like I don't know do you I don't know it's just I'm just trying to find a reason behind why she's doing this and I can't and it's upsetting because like you said Jackie it's 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 just really disappointing it makes me sad I've been really struggling with it too the last few days like I've been trying so hard to just be like, it's no big deal. It's no big deal because it's not a big deal. At the, at the end of the day, it's no big fucking deal, but it is, it is a big fucking is deal. Big deal. Be- Cause I'm like, God damn. Like- also I've heard, I've heard Swifties defending her say like, well, Taylor's been in uh, Britain for most of this time. And Britain doesn't print bad press about Maddie because he's British and he's like a Nepo baby. And like, they protect him, which, okay. let's give her the benefit of the doubt on that you pay 10 people at minimum for your pr they research they they do all of the findings and stuff this you're talking about a woman who historically has not let people even attend her parties who are known drug users who have been in any type of uh, of drama in that sense of like using abuse because she wants to avoid the speculation wants to avoid the headlines. Maddie Healy is a known opioid user and a recovering heroin addict. He drinks full bottles of wine on stage. And like, I'm not here to say addicts don't deserve second lives or whatever, but you were so meticulous about your career and now you've built it to the absolute pinnacle and you're willing to throw that image away on a man who does an ironic, given the benefit of the doubt, which I don't find any irony in a Nazi salute at all. None, not at But an ironic Nazi salute on stage <clears throat> and make jokes at the expense of Chinese people and indigenous Americans and uh, black people and trans people and gay and lesbian people. It, it took me four seconds on Google to find these things. He knows. So, I don't feel like she Taylor knows. Swift. That's what I'm saying. I don't feel like Taylor Swift starts date. You don't in, in in their industry. I don't feel like you start dating somebody without googling them. Like uh, she didn't need to Google and him. She's choosing to do it anyway. Is my point. That's my Tree point. Payne. Tree Payne was like uh, Taylor, honey. You know he's a he's a fucking bigot, right? And Taylor was like, mm. really? She didn't care. Well, we don't know. That's how I, it feels. Because if she cared, she'd be like, well, maybe I'll just try to keep all this on the deal. Maybe probably is just a rebound. Like, didn't her that he other better guy, be. Didn't her and that other guy just break up? Yeah. Joe? Come on, Joe, yeah. where are you at? We need to send up the Joe Allen bat signal. I don't know. Where are you at, Joe? I'm, I'm so 
disappointed. I've never said that about her. When the whole Kanye Kim thing happened, I didn't care. When the canceled Taylor Swift party happened, I didn't care. I wasn't canceling Taylor Swift. I don't give a shit what Taylor Swift and Kanye said to each other on the phone. I don't even care if Taylor Swift lied about it. Like all no, of that especially that Kanye's a fucking yeah, I don't give a dick. shit. Yeah, I was never canceled. I was like, oh, good. When she goes on tour, hopefully her tickets are cheaper. This is gross. It's you, gross. Wait, how, how do you know they're dating? They just were seen holding hands. And kissing. Mean- well, I love that you say that, though, Julie, because that's such a Julie thing to say. Like, well, she was just holding his hand. So they were kissing. Man, they're not dating. They're, man, well, I mean, they could just be hanging out. Like, it doesn't mean she's, you know, with him. Well, they were yeah, like, mouthing things to each other during songs, saying, this one's about you. If you know who you are, I love you. They were seen at the, yeah. They were seen disgusting. at the same place holding hands, touching and hugging and cuddling and kissing. Like... Yeah. Although when Taylor did it in the in the camera, she looked like she just she's just not a good actress. Like I'm just like Taylor, you didn't even say that convincingly, even though he's like literally right there. I mean, based I'm gonna on go down the this... TikTok rabbit hole after this, and like People oh, Magazine yeah. released an article today Where's saying that? they're hanging out and it's not platonic, and people rarely print an article that's not vetted. Well, Make sure you bring snacks, Stacy, because you're going to need them. It's going to be a long journey. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. just saying Taylor yeah. Swift is not above being held accountable for stuff like this. And Absolutely. I'm saying that as a diehard Swifty. This doesn't just get swept under the rug. He's a bigot. I don't care if you like his music. Just like I didn't care if you like Michael Jackson's music. He was molesting kids. Well, we even talked about, we even briefly touched on um, the fa- the fact that Phoebe Bridgers is linked to him. Like, it makes me upset that Phoebe Bridgers yep. associates with people like that. It's like, what are you doing, Phoebe? Like, I really mm-hmm. like you. Like, I've, I've come to really enjoy you. And, like, I really love your music. And Boy Genius is one of my favorite new bands that have sprung onto the scene. And, like, come on, Phoebe, get him off the stage. Get him out of here. Get out of here, you bigot. Like, come on. It's just, it's unfortunate. And it's it's sad to see people that you admire and look up to not hold people to the same standards that you're holding them to. It's very sad. Stacey, what else is going on in pop culture? Okay, so a um, couple things. One is that, did you guys read about the little girl in Florida that got burned by a chicken nugget? What the fuck? No. Okay. Fucking Florida. So, <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, this four-year-old girl um, was burned on the thigh by a chicken nugget, and the mom sued McDonald's, and it came down to the franchise itself being sued. Um, McDonald's was released of liability, but the franchise itself, that owner is now being sued for not, I read some of the notes from like what's happening in the trial and it's for not warning people of the dangerousness of hot food. Are you joking? No. (laughs) And you know, I know. Well, that one lady won and it, it like became a mockery because it was all that was like in the headlines is a lady went through the drive-thru and got a coffee and it was so hot she burned herself and she won 
a bunch of money. It was but like if you ten dig- million dollars or something like that. She won a stupid amount of money. If you dig into that story, it was actually kind of sad because she was like eighty-one years old and the coffee was boiling. So like she rightfully won, but it was right. it, they just like made a mockery of it. So that's it kind of reminds me of that, but this one seems a little bit more silly because the mom is literally saying, I'm suing you for not telling us that your food is dangerous when it's hot. Like that's come on. That's silly. Also, I've never gotten anything hot at McDonald's. <laughs> right? Well, here's the thing. With like, coffee, you expect it to be hot, so you wouldn't actually realize the heat of it because it's in a protected cup. And I, I watched the documentary on it, too. Like, I get why that lady, she didn't mean for it to turn into the spectacle that it turned into. Like, didn't she yeah, spill she it on her herself? Hospital. She wanted her hospital The cup wasn't on all it, the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and she, like, spilled it on off herself. Of her thighs. It was really Yeah, bad. she had, like, third-degree burns. Like, it was excessive. The coffee was well over the temperature that it's supposed to be made at which they should be held accountable for that because you're there's certain temperatures you're supposed to sue serve for food or beverage within but a chicken nugget that can have that fucking i don't know that <laughs> i'm well, sure she watched the coffee thing too and is like i'm gonna make a a buck on right. this unless yeah, other evidence comes out then McDonald's i only wish say, my like, chicken nuggets were that hot Right? I wish they were. McDonald's right. is saying we have to heat the chicken nuggets to at least 160 degrees to kill salmonella. So, like, they're hot. But the whole thing is about then you need to warn us that the food's going to be hot. Like, there's no warning that it's, like, dangerously hot. So, I don't know. I think I that's bullshit. And if he patient. wins, if she wins, I'm going to be real frustrated. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't hold the temperature the way liquid does. Right. So even if you heated it to 160 degrees, by the time it's sitting on your plate, it's not 160 degrees. Right. And like, right. as a mom, aren't physics. you supposed to, to like test the food before you feed it to your child? Like, well, apparently, I'm not a mom, but I've seen moms do this. Apparently, like, she just oh, handed how- it to her in the car, like over the seat, handed it to her in the back seat, and the little girl dropped the chicken nugget on her thigh and it burnt her thigh. Well, Here's pictures of her thigh, though. Jesus, how fucking hot was it? That's what? pretty. That's pretty hot. No way. That, that, For people that listening, Google these flaming? pictures because that is these, like a blister. It's the tick. It's ABC. See, so it's, it's ABC Seven News TikTok. Chicken, yeah, chicken so nugget. I just, I just Florida. typed in chicken nugget burn. Yeah. So anybody <laughs> that wants to see the pictures, that's, that's pretty hot. I'll put them on our TikTok so that you guys can go see the pictures because that's that's hot. How the hell? I want to see that's not 160 degrees. I want chicken, right? Chicken nugget burn. Is that what you said? ABC News is so stupid. A not so happy meal. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So another thing I want to talk about, um, real quick, and I'll yeah, I'll put the pictures on our TikTok for people that want to go look. Um, is a lot of people are talking about this like scary fungus that people are getting that is not curable. And I think because of Last of Us, people are blowing it out into this like major thing. And so I looked it up and I read all about it. And there's reasons you should and shouldn't be scared of this fungus that supposedly is taking over and turning people into zombies. It's not. It's not. Um, oh my god, is it the the cordyceps? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> but I think that's what people are trying to make it out to be is like a scare thing. Like, oh. okay, first we had COVID and now we have this fungus and we're all going to be zombies like Last of Us. So it's called, I had to write this stuff down so that I could like make sure I got it. Candida auris, C-A-N-D-I-D-A-A-U-R-I-S. And they call it C-A-R-I-S for short. So people are getting it mostly in assisted living homes, elderly people. Um, And it is transmittable through touch, but also hard surfaces to touch. So like a healthcare worker could touch something that the elderly person touched and then get it. Um, It causes bloodstream infections, wound infections, and ear infections. It's really hard to diagnose because it takes special lab equipment that not very many people have. So people are blowing it off as like, oh, it's just, you know, something else. And then the person dies and it goes like, it gets swept under the rug because they don't test for it. So then it's like, whatever, but it spreads, you know? So then all these other people are getting it and they're like, oh, it's just an infection. It's fine. But really it's this and it's just hard to test for. And they have three fungal drugs to fight it. And all three are not curing it. So that's why it's scary. There's reasons it's scary, but it's not as scary as they're making it out to be. Um, so it is drug resistant. So people are dying from it. Um, the highest, the people at highest risk are people with recent surgeries, diabetes, and people that have overused anti antifungal medications in the past. So they've become resistant to it. Um, 30 to 60% of people once actually diagnosed die from it. Um, oh, and shit. That's huge. States that have over a thousand cases are California, Nevada, Texas, Illinois, New York, and Florida. So the most populated states. Florida's always batched in with all the bullshit. (laughs) Right. Also Florida. That's a good place to live. Not fucking Florida. That's not going to be in there. That's Um, scary. So it's scary, but it's not what people are making it out to be. It's not like you're going to like. 60% is hella high. Right. But, but it's many not people like. have died? I don't know. I didn't see that number. And I got all my facts off the CDC website. I didn't, you know, look at anything weird. It's all straight from the CDC website. A-U-R-I-S? But... Yeah. R-S? A-U-R-I-S? Okay. Yeah. They're calling it C-R-S. Not okay. C-R-S. <laughs> Which old people also get. (laughs) (laughs) So they're saying if you're a very healthy person, um, this is not something that you need to worry about at all. It's it's really just people that have had recent surgeries and have open wounds and are come in contact with somebody else that has it are the people that are more likely to get it. Can you get it from having sex? Like, is it blood to blood? You know what I mean? It's person-to-person contact, so just touching. So, like, if you had it and I touched you, like, yeah. If you had it and you touched the coffee maker and then I went and poured myself a cup of coffee and I was immunocompromised for something, then I could get it. But what is it transferred through? Just touch? Not It doesn't have to be blood or anything? Just right. touch? Yeah. Well, so can, Candida, Candida or whatever is actually, like, a yeast infection is candida, blah, 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 whatever the rest of it. So like when you get like something like, so it's like, it's like a, it's like a yeast bacteria. So like it lives in the world, 
Candida lives in the world no matter what. Like it's it's just like it's almost like a like like strep or anything else. Like it's just like it lives in the world. But this one has like mutated to the point where it has become deadly. Yeah, and drug resistant. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. We are going to be like the last of us with, with the clickers. <laughs> I think the clickers yeah. are the scariest part. <laughs> this fucking place. Just to let you know, I just looked up the, uh, before this, I looked up the uh, McDonald's nugget. They did find McDonald's liable. Wow. But not McDonald's itself, but the. Yeah, yeah, that particular. Yeah, How that much money did she get? They must have cooked it outside the standard range that McDonald's prescribes it at then. Right. They didn't find and they said level. it got like lodged into the car seat between like the the girl's thigh and the seat. And that's like, so it was like. It still shouldn't be that hot to burn your yeah. flesh off. I mean, like, God damn, it was like the, it was like the sun. It was like the surface <laughs> of the sun. Then she put it on her leg. Like that's. That's yeah, a valid. That's, that's a valid case. Yeah. That's right. A, how much if it money came did to she her get? That freaking uh, hot. I, actually, yeah. I don't know if it's uh... because think about it. It has to go into the <sighs> box. It has to go into the bag. They have to get the rest of the food. Hand it to the mom. The mom has to drive off and then hand it to the kid. That's like a a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a decent amount of time. Lucky the box yeah. didn't light on fire. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn. <laughs> Um, the last thing I wanted to mention was there's a new show on Hulu. It's not super new. Um, it's a mini series. It's eight episodes. It's called Saint X. It is, um, a full mini series. So it, once it ends, like that's it, there's no other seasons. They're on episode six right now. I think seven comes out like maybe even today. Um, and then there's one more, so you can totally binge it within Mm -hmm. the next week and watch the whole thing. It is so good. It's about a family of four. Um, a mom, a dad, a seven-year-old girl, and a 20-year-old girl who's in college visiting, and they go to an island in the Caribbean, and the 20-year-old, after their, like, week-long vacation, um, I think it's their, the night before they're due to leave, she's murdered, and the seven-year-old is now grown and wants to solve her sister's murder. So it bounces back and forth between the two timelines. Half the show is them on the island and who the girl, the 20-year-old is meeting and talking to and whatever. And then the other half is the seven-year-old now grown up and living in New York and trying to solve her sister's murder. And it is so good. good. That sounds really awesome. Because it was a book first and everybody that read the book knows what happens. And so they are spoiling it online. So don't Google it. What did you say it was called? Fantastic. Saint X is the name of the island. On Hulu. Um, Sorry, Stace, were you done with pop culture? Yep. All right, Aaron, real quick. Um, The new immigration policy (laughs) that just got decided in Florida where all of the his Mexican heritage and, oh. and Latinx people are fleeing your state. Yeah. What's going on? Um, Ron DeSantis. Thank you, Ron. Way to go, you motherfucker. There's literally work um, sites completely abandoned. Fields aren't going to get, yeah, completely maintained. It's, yeah. It's been, um, everything that I've seen is that it's really scary for anybody who has, um, who isn't a legal, a legal documented um, 
person in the United States in Florida. Um, I think it's it's absolutely unfortunate that instead of making it easier for these people to stay here and earn a living and work, we've decided to just make it illegal. Just psh, what are they doing with here. them when they catch them? Deporting them? Oh yeah, deporting them. And if you are caught with an illegal immigrant in your car if you're caught with them at your place of employment if you're caught with them at all it's a felony now in florida what it can be you can be tried as a felon yeah what happens if you're like an uber driver and you get pulled doesn't matter doesn't matter that's been asked it doesn't matter this is why it's a big deal like there are farmers in the state that are like i'm screwed like Oh, the lawn so care industry, I'm not speaking from like experience here, people, but the lawn care industry in Florida is run off of the backs of illegal immigrants. Like, it's hard to find good know, white help. I, 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 I don't I know mean, how to explain it. Like, the, the, the Hispanic population in Florida that are not that are working are probably or that are working are the hardest workers that you'll ever see in your entire life. They are the hardest workers. Um, I, I know a person who knows someone who, you know, had undocumented, uh, people working for them. And those people are the hardest working people. And it's, it's unfortunate. It's sad. It's, it's not where good. They, where are they all going to go? It is like Hopefully the here. construction companies. Oh, tomato pickers. Gail wants to be on the podcast. She's giving me notes right now. Potato pickers. Uh, the sweet potato farmers. Yeah. Strawberry oranges. fields. Oranges. The maids. Babysitters. It's literally They're crazy. Fleeing. They're Who are they going to find yeah. to do all that stuff? Like they're not. Well, they think it's good. White... They think it's giving jobs back to people. Yeah, so they think. I'll it's tell a good you right thing. now, white people do not want to work in the heat in Florida. Right. They don't. They aren't equipped to do it. They can't handle it, and they they'll die. They will literally die. White people cannot handle the heat. They're I'm not about good. to sound really stupid right now because I don't know a lot about this. Does this have nothing to do with the May 11th, like, um, immigration law thing, Title 42 or something? This has, I mean, like, this is all Florida right now. This is okay. the Florida, Ron DeSantis is signing in a, a bill that goes into effect. I bet you what fucking is, Arkansas yesterday? is going to follow suit. It's SB1718. Yeah, and it's all okay. about like making it impossible for illegal immigrants or undocumented workers to work. Period. Right. Like, um, and any like any business with over twenty five employees is 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 like mandated to use e verify. So, um, that's obviously. If you e-verify employees, essentially, you, when once you get them to fill out their I nine, then you have to then put it through e-verify, and it's a system. It's a government system that you put in all the information, and it spits out if they're 
if they're ready to work or not. And if they're not, if it's like a stolen social, stolen information, whatever, it'll say to you like, no, they're not, they're not permitted to work in the United States of America. And so like, that's the big, that's the big problem, right? Like there's so many people that actually do get information that actually go through the, the steps to get the, the documents they need. They're not legal, but they get them to work. And nine times out of 10, then all this stuff happens. They, all this money's getting taken out of their paychecks, da, 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 da. But then the employer gets called and they're like, hey, why are you putting money into this person's account? They're dead. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, this person's not legal. Okay, I get it. Because if you're not over 25 employees, you're not, you don't have to go through E-Verify. So if you just get someone's information, you take their word for it, right? Like, right. what's so the purpose just, of, of doing that? So here would be because like, Ron DeSantis is a fascist because they want to give jobs back to the people that deserve but it. But even though, say. but even though they're undocumented, they're still paying state taxes. They're still paying federal tax. It's not like they're, it's not like it's getting swept under the rug. Like they're getting paid yeah. under the table. They're still paying taxes. So like, what's the benefit, I guess, to doing that? Like, well, nine times out of 10, they're not getting, they're, they're being paid under the table. Like they're not being paid appropriately. Like if these, if these employers are hiring these people, they're paying them. It depends the on the, well, no, it depends on what business you're talking about. Well, talking yeah, about no, the, what business? The pickers for sure. Right. If they're working yeah, pickers, for lawn like care, that shit, yes. Red Robin or Chili's right. or, right. you know, one of those. A no, corporation. Right. They're paying their taxes, Julie. Right. But also, if they're being paid under the table like that, I watched this 60-minute expose on it where they were talking to these workers. They're getting paid 32 cents per pound of fruit they pick. 32 cents. So it's not like they're getting $30 an hour and being paid under the table. You have to pick a lot of fucking fruit. And nobody's going to want these jobs. Right. In the lawn care industry... Not that I know anything about it, but they were making like 17 to $18 an hour. So they were making a decent amount of money. 90% of the money they, they make goes back home to their relatives in whatever country they're coming from. Oh, so they don't want it leaving so, our economy. Well, yeah. Like, and it's because they're being paid under the table. They're not paying taxes. So like, it, do I think that's wrong? Yes, I think that's wrong. I do think they should be documented. I do think you should make it easier for people to come into this country and work. They want to come and work. Let them come and work. If you make it easy for them to come here to work, then they will pay taxes, then they will contribute to the economy, and they will contribute well, to things like that, and it will be easier. But Here's a mistake that they've made. California has a system with Mexico that they get a, a, a working like harvest visa, which essentially mm-hmm. gives them like six months to be in the country where right. they are documented and right. they are paying taxes during that time. And then they go home after. And then it switches. Right. Yes. So here's what one seventeen Senate Bill 1718 actually dictates. Um, the, they can suspend an employer license for unqualified workers. So if let's say your worker goes through and they give you the documentation and you said, yeah, I ran it through, you know, the E E check or whatever. And it comes back that they're not documented. You continue to let them work. Um, it, 
they'll suspend your business license. So you can't work there any. So they'll shut the whole business down. Um, it bans local governments from issuing identification cards. So even if they went through the process and applied for identification cards, it bans that they can't even do that now. Um, and it requires hospitals to collect data on immigrants without illegal status. So typically hospitals are like a Switzerland kind of situation. Like even if you were here illegally, if you cut your hand off, you could go to a hospital and still seek care. While that's still true, you're also going to be deported. So, so they're going to take care of you, but you're getting shipped back and to And it makes it so like, let's say you have a temporary work visa from California, okay? Because you're not technically a legal immigrant of the United States, you're being authorized, or Texas, let's even closer to Florida, okay? Let's say Texas, because Texas has a lot of, of, of these types of jobs that we're discussing here, and you drive to Florida for the weekend. Your driver's license, even if it was issued in Texas or North Carolina or South Carolina, is not good in Florida. So even right. if you did all of the right things, let's say I'm an illegal immigrant and I come here through Texas and I'm going to work here during harvest time and I get my proper documentation from Texas and I get a, a driver's license to be able to drive a car legally that even if I got pulled over, I'm good. I passed the test. I paid my fines, all that. In Florida, they don't honor them. Right. So now you're getting deported. And they are doing and they're doing like highway checks here. Like Border Patrol is doing highway checks. If you're brown, they can pull you over now in Florida and they will deport you. If you're brown? Yeah. They just need an an assumption or suspicion of guilt. So they've now been given carte blanche to pull over brown people, any brown people, and ask for proof that they're U.S. citizens. Right. Because you have to remember, Even like, if you're fifth generation U.S. citizen, like, okay. not it's not just Hispanics and Latinos that are coming here. Like, so if you're not white, they can pull you different. over for no reason at all. Absolutely, Jesus Christ, what in the fuck is going on? Listen, we're trying to get the fuck out of here. Let's hope that. What about happens. people from fucking Canada? Are they? Mean? That's what if I they're mean. They're brown. They're they're fucked. they're fucking okay. Mm-hmm. So even if you went, if you dotted all your eyes and crossed all your t's in another state to do everything on the up and up, if you go to Florida, you will be deported. That or thrown in jail. Off. At least I shouldn't say deported. They just they'll don't honor the driver's eventually. license. So if you were to get pulled over for an out tail light or whatever. They're going to get you on like driving without a license. That's what they're going to get you on because they yeah, will not gonna, honor. Yeah. They're going to be okay. like, oh, you're going 35. You're going 36 yeah. and a 35. The, the thing that like I'm trying to talk about that I don't know anything about, Jax, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. What are you talking <laughs> about? They, so somebody posted it and it said, if you live in like, these states, just so you know, everybody, May 11th is coming soon. And so I was like, what the fuck happens on May 11th? So I clicked on it and people were talking about oh. how they're like opening the borders because May 11th is when a uh, law that Trump put into place expires. And it means that like people can come over the border more easily. So they're expecting this like rush of illegal immigrants to come into like California, uh, Arizona, Texas, like that kind of area 
So all these people are talking about leaving these states because they don't want to like live in states that aren't protected by the wall. Um, so that was supposed to happen today. So I'm just curious if that has to do with like, did DeSantis like put this into like play today? Is it do those two things coincide at all? No, you know, no. So you're talking about Title well, 42. maybe. So Title 42. What it's essentially doing is it blocked immigrants from requesting asylum. So this is something, this is a state law that he passed that's only intrinsic to the state of Florida, whereas Title 42 um, is the, the inability to request like political asylum. And he did it in the areas so the United States has set up embassies in these areas that we were seeing the most political asylum seekers, right? So now the protocol is if you are going to be requesting political asylum, you're supposed to go to the embassy and request it and start that paperwork. So if you're claiming asylum when you come over the borders in one of the countries that has this embassy, this process enacted, they're denying you asylum seeking and they're turning you away that's what title 42 is so and that like went away so people they're expecting people to be able to come over seeking asylum now no they're denying asylum seeking now so we would see less immigrants come over right in theory mm -hmm. I, I don't know it depends on who you ask so it says Title 42 remain in place due to an order from a federal judge in Louisiana. Hold on. I might be mixing it up with with another one. Let me see here. Uh, it, I'm just thinking like if it, it kind of oh, makes sense. Oh, Title 42, we were denying the immigration because of COVID. So now they're eliminating that. Because doesn't it, do you see where I can like imagine that like, okay, so California, Texas, these areas are expecting a lot of immigrants right now and then in florida this asshole is like hey we're expecting like a bunch of immigrants to be in the u.s right now let's pull over everybody brown and send them back you know what i mean like it well, seems awfully like coincidental that it's the same time so trump it's dance, a possibility that that coincided but they're not technically tied so Trump enacted right. Title 42 during the the COVID administration I was confusing it with another thing so Title 42 said you couldn't come to our borders during the, the COVID crisis because of COVID, essentially. So it was a way to kind of cut off immigration or asylum. Even though seekers. he didn't believe in COVID. Right. And he didn't believe in COVID and also got the vaccine for it. So, like, I don't, I don't know where to stop from there. So Title 42 expired because it's not declared the national emergency on COVID has now ended. So that right. means asylum seekers can now come back and request asylum and that's what they were anticipating but this does not tie into what's going on in florida i mean maybe it's coincidence but florida is essentially just right. trying to run out all it all of brown all of their brown people like if you watch the videos on tiktok today construction sites are completely abandoned like just farmers empty. are literally going bankrupt like it's an absolute yeah. shit show there because you have uh latinx people running for their lives essentially because any infraction will get them deported right yeah even if they're waiting on and proper it, documentation 
it's just it's just sad and it's it's scary and it's just another notch in the belt of Ron DeSantis and his complete just like desire to be an authoritarian and it's just it's disgusting and it's sad it's really sad it's it's sad to see a state like Florida which could be a decent a decent area um aside from like all of the numerous things that can kill you and I don't mean guns I mean like crocodile or alligators and like snakes and spiders and just the worst things imaginable boa constrictors it's just awful but then also guns and republicans and Ron DeSantis now can can just kill you for no so what you were also referencing Stacey is the reason that the U.S. government was anticipating the influx of immigration is because they were anticipating 10,000 people a day who are being held at the Mexico border with the COVID restrictions in place to now be currently seeking asylum from Central America and South America who've just been in holding in Mexico. So that's the influx that they're talking about. It's not one of these caravans or whatever. We've known they were there, which is why more uh, agents have been deployed and more people to process claims have been deployed to the borders. I mean, it also makes it ripe for smugglers and traffickers and i'm not saying all those people down there are trying to do the right thing it absolutely does but it was going to have to end at some point right like yeah covid's over so they're going through the process of processing them and you do see a lot of democrats calling for even more agents because they want to see these people processed and the ones who are true asylum seekers brought in and be given the tools necessary to actually seek their asylum and then you see republicans calling for fuck i'm just turning away and borders are closed so we're back in the same situation that just kind of dissipated over the course of covid because it was an easy excuse to completely shut down borders to anyone but no florida is its own shit show i mean they they're taking on Disney, which is just mind-boggling to me. You're talking about the state's largest employer. Right. I mean, let's be real. If Disney decided to just be like, sayonara, motherfuckers, like, that is probably the biggest tourism generator. 100%. Revenue generator. I mean, the beaches are great, but, like, who gives a fuck? And you know what? If Disney decided to leave Florida, you would see the same type of thing that happened when Amazon was talking about like opening their new headquarters where states were competing for their business. Like, right. we'll give you this land tax free. We won't charge you like whatever. They're going to compete for it because the tourism alone that it would bring in would be insane. It would be absolutely insane. So yeah. I don't know. Disney's don't underestimate Disney. They're they're calculating and they're smart. And they're also one of the most beloved corporations on the planet. You'd right. be hard pressed right. to find people that just like categorically dislike Disney as a whole because so right. many people's childhoods are tied to it. Right. Yeah. Like it's you can't win, Ron, but he's gonna try. I hope he just gets buried. I hope I think he's okay. cutting off his nose to spite his face right now. Like he's a oh, classic yeah. example of the, the the dog that's catching the car right now. Like right, it's gonna blow. He's gonna catch face. it, but that he's car's not gonna... smart enough to navigate this. You know what's so funny is like so many times I've heard lately about him and how he's just not charismatic enough to handle the country, 
Like he's not smart enough. He's not charismatic enough. And for the longest time, I was so worried about him being smarter than Trump. Yeah, he's not. And more charismatic than Trump, but he's just not. And I agree with you. He's shown it's, his ass it's, and it's not right. Great. It's really thrilling to know that like he doesn't really have a chance to become the next president right now. That being said, it's a fucking nightmare living in Florida. Once you take him out of the limelight of Florida, he doesn't hold up in national politics. Right. No, I was worried too, Aaron. I was the one screaming from the rooftops. Like we should all be worried about Ron DeSantis. Right. He just doesn't hold up under national scrutiny. Yeah. And it's because he's so far right, like banning books and that, that doesn't fly in the normal American public. Like they're like, who gives a, like it's books. You can't ban books. Like this isn't Germany. This isn't Nazi Germany. Like, so it's, you know, the, the, the general population that has been taught that like dictators are bad or like, like, I like that guy very much. <laughs> so, which is exciting. Julie, you got bad. space corner for us. Yes. Did you guys see that on Monday, that meteor that flew through those people's bedroom? No. What? Yes. A meteor flew through these people's bedroom. It didn't hurt anybody. It was like two and a half pounds. And they did (laughs) a study. What are you on? They did a study on it. And and, uh, I read it. And it was 4.65 billion years old. This meteor just flew through their fucking house. Yeah. New fear luck. New (laughs) fear Yeah. Could you imagine just being here and something being like, like, no. uh, Oh my God. It it was in New Jersey. (laughs) Yeah. The best day of Julie's life. It would be. Yeah. Like, take me. (laughs) (laughs) It's time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. That was crazy. That's a big space corner. It says it, the rock appeared to crash through the house, hit a hardwood floor, then ricochet up to the ceiling where it created another hole before falling back to the ground. I mean, sure. Yeah. Can you even you, imagine? Who, I guess the, they weren't home. They weren't home. When what insurance covers that? <laughs> right? Can you imagine being the poor right? dog that lives in that house that you're just like, what the <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. My dogs would... My dogs would run through the walls. Yeah. <laughs> like, was it was it on fire? You know how it, like was it still was it still like hot when it right? Like could it, it, it said it was fire? hot. Yeah. It said it was hot. Wow. Was yeah. it like chicken nugget hot? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Too was... soon. Too soon. This sounds like such a like 90s movie. And yeah. then it broke open and the little alien came out and the little boy <laughs> hid it in his closet. People, people. They called it a warm object. So by the time they got home, it might cooler than a chicken warm. nugget. Cooler <laughs> than a chicken nugget. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, before we moved on to obsessed with, happy birthday, Julie! Thank oh, yeah, you. Julie, happy birthday! Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thirty-eight years old. Twenty-one. Yeah. I know. Thirty-eight. Two more years. Forty's gonna hit me tough. Me too. Oh, mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's well, so easy. Yeah, you guys it's are not bad. bad. 43? 43 was a little rough, but 40? Meh. Meh. I don't know. We'll see. 
40s hard. You got to party, party hardy on we'll 40s. Party like we're 37. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's already like time with water and snacks. Yeah. <laughs> mom's we'll already fine. like, let's plan a trip. I'm like, mm. no, this bitch, let me tell you something about Julie. Let's plan a trip. She didn't even show up to her 30th birthday. I was on a trip by myself <laughs> with mom to Turks and Caicos for Julie's 30th birthday because she didn't show up. That's true. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. How does that even happen? Like, who That's does this question on your own birthday? That's true. Yeah, it's true. Julie, That's you're true. the worst. <laughs> you're the worst. That's true. That's true. <laughs> You're Ooh, lucky you fuck. met her in P Town because that's the only time you'll ever see her. That was <laughs> I know, right? Like it's like a part in the wind. She's gone. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I'll show up to my 40th. Okay. Yeah. I'm not buying tickets, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Right? I also I also wanted to do one more space corner that I wanted to do last week, but I missed it. That they're uh NASA has figured out that women are more efficient in space. All women's crews are more efficient in space, so they're looking into doing all okay. women's more all women's space crews going forward. No shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as they said one million tampons. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh god. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure it's because they're not having any sex. <laughs> it's just crazy to me that it it takes NASA to be like, huh. Women are not the entirety of human history to prove that women are more efficient right. than men. I heard a space yeah, corner definitely. like back this morning that people think the sun is either white or yellow, but it's actually green. Green makes sense. Yeah. It's just so like burning so bright that like and so hot that we can't see the green get the fuck out of here well if you look at the hottest part of a flame it's blue right it's blue so right if you were to right. go down the prism for color scale if you were to go hotter than that it would go green and eventually white yeah. so i'm actually surprised it's not Ooh. white right me too i thought white was after blue but i guess not well in mm-hmm. our color spectrum things that have that kind of heat capacity on the planet sure Oh sure, sure. <laughs> so I, that would actually make sense, but that is an interesting tidbit. That is interesting. Did you guys watch that TikTok I sent you about aliens? No, but I, I was expecting an over dramatic response from Zach up there, but I guess not. Well, just wait. I missed that one. all of yours. Yeah, I I, I was expecting the over dramatized like, no, oh, this is it. I'm I'm done. Should I watch it right now? And we can it's, see it's our, legit see about the... like President Obama talking about like aliens in our world that they've been hiding. That they've been hiding. I fucking yeah. knew it. I fucking knew. It. I don't even need to watch it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> We're all dead. Next year's the end, ladies and gents. Like that's yeah. it. We're done. We're done here. You know what? If that's how we go out, then that's how we go out. What are you gonna do about it? Not I you. Mean, you're gonna do I'm gonna stress. I'm gonna stress up until then. Let's see if stress helps me lose some weight. Uh, what's everyone obsessed with this week? Um, I'm just going to give you some little tidbits on what my kids are doing. So my youngest, so fair, because we live in an agriculture town, fair is like this huge deal here. Like they close school because these kids live at fair for like four days. Like, and by fair, she means like county fair. Like the 4-H. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Because the kids like 
have to show their animals and they have to stay with their animals. So there's like tents and trailers and motorhomes and whatever. And these kids live at fair for four days. That's so fun. It's a huge deal. And my youngest is in a competition with the ju- the junior boys in her agri- in her ag tech class for building a bench. They're, the boys are building one. The girls are building one. And they are seeing who makes the most money. So she just finished her bench and turned it in yesterday. And it is so beautiful. It is so good. And the boys bench, I'm actually like a little bit nervous because they got a Dodge um, truck tailgate. And that's the back part, the backrest of the bench. So it does look really cool. But the girls put in way more hours and work on it. So I'm rooting for the girls, obviously. But I'm very excited to see what happens, who makes the most money at the auction. Um, the other thing is my oldest daughter and her wife, they bought a car. They got a Chevy Cruze. And somebody, they haven't even had it a month. And somebody we all have side- cruises. Yeah, we all have cruises. <laughs> somebody sw- sideswiped it in the parking lot. Didn't leave a note. Took like a big swipe off like the pass or the driver's side, like back wheel, like that whole back area. Okay. This person felt bad, apparently, went to the hardware store, came back with house paint. The car's black. Black house paint and painted over it before my daughter's wife could come out and see what happened. (laughs) So she came out to this, like, dent and some scratches and house paint dried. It was dried by then because she was at work for, you know, whatever, eight hours. Over a big old scratch down her car. If that ain't some Gen Z not knowing how to fix shit, whatever. I don't know. Hilarious. Like, I was like, why would they do that? And I said, because they probably either didn't have insurance, didn't have enough money, didn't want to, like, whatever. They get an A for effort, but felt bad enough to go, (laughs) oh, shit. I'm so sorry. This is the only thing I could do. And it looks like absolute shit. You could totally see it. Like, a piece of the like paint off their car and brought it in to get a color match <laughs> no because you can tell <sighs> it's just black house paint it's just black on black that but it's so like funny. more matte than the car obviously is because the car is like <laughs> yeah are they upset or do they, or do they think it's funny Destiny's definitely more upset because she's the one that like picked out the car and bought it like for her and then Lex will get a car later for her but they're sharing the cruise right now and it's Destiny's like first she had a truck before but it's her first car and she was very proud of it and she's like my car and she doesn't know how they're gonna fix it I mean she's gonna have to take it in to get it fixed now because there's house paint on it where where it was at there weren't cameras or anything so that they can go no nothing damn Nobody yeah, saw somebody sucks. painting a car, <laughs> right? right. Like the motherfuckers bought like a paintbrush, <laughs> right? House paint. That is so funny. I mean, I'm I feel bad for them, but that is fucking hilarious. Hey, at yeah. least it's just cosmetic, and it's not like the car doesn't run, so they can't use it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. She said the back door. Sucks. The back door does, like, creak really bad when she opens it now. So they definitely dented something. They couldn't spring for WD-40. Or a plunger. (laughs) Or a plunger. Plunge it on out. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is is so funny. That's fun. That's, like, such a you're in your 20s story. Like, 
Yeah. And the person, and to be like on a military base for it to happen. And they're on like, she works with like all Marines. And so I'm just like picturing the kid a that did Marine. It. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably very young. That is so very, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Aaron, what about yeah. you? Well, I think my obsession might be the same as yours. Glitch? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go next? Let's do do you want me to we'll go? Let okay. Julie go and then we'll go. Okay, Julie, you go. What's her? Um, I'm I got this new Nintendo Switch and I'm obsessed with it because I can Metal play the gaming console. Yeah. Yeah, I can play the Mario game on it. Which nice. Mario one? Um, well they have the original one, they have the Game Boy version. Yeah. And I I'm playing Super Mario Deluxe right now and Oh I, my god, I have Deluxe. We should play together. I, you have a Twitch? I, I have a Switch. Wait. A switch, yeah. Sometimes I twitch. <laughs> we can you play like that? Like you're there and I'm here. We can get yeah. you can play two player. Yeah. You got that newfangled internet that they all you be have, talking about. You should get you should get Mario Kart and we can play online together. Two oh. Mario Kart. I'll get it right now. Oh my god! Don't get it right now. Oh, Save okay. your money. <laughs> 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 the other thing that I'm obsessed with is I've been looking into getting a slingshot. So it's an automobile for people who didn't know because I didn't. Oh, know. I'm like I have it's a slingshot. For like, I have. It's for like old. I know, what men. do you mean you're looking into it? Just go get one. They're twelve dollars. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. No. no it's it's a... like a it's like a spider, like a like a three wheeled car. It's, it's like it's it's, th- for, it's it's for like a man in like a midlife crisis. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Look at Julie Spike. Or a young, hot, uh, 37 lesbian. Not so lipstick lesbian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm obsessed with. I want to hear your guys' sense. I want to see your three hairs waving in the wind. And that's in that, uh, <laughs> I'd have to get like a Ferrari hat or something to really just seal the deal with my golf. With, with my golf club in the back. <laughs> you know? Hey. Oh, look at Julie. All five of her hair is just blowing away. Wait until, you see, wait until you see what I'm doing to my hair this week. You're going to freak out next time you see me. Oh, my God. Oh. What are you doing? I'm really curious now. You'll see. Same. Oh, my God. I don't know. You'll see. We, can what happened we can't see her. All right. So, obsessed with Jackie, me. I'm here. Glitch. It's coming out. Glitch is coming out this weekend. Oh my god. We're so excited. Where are we going to be able to buy it on? Amazon.com, baby. Dot com. Jeff, you you can get... You send me a book, right? (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, you can get author copies and you can send them, but you're going to have to pay for it, Julie. (laughs) Oh, she made room in your budget for that, I see. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, come on. I already put money to the side for you for that. Um, I, um, I'm super pumped. I'm super excited. I'm very nervous. And I think, well, because I just always get nervous about anything that I write. So that's just me. But I feel like Jackie and I talked, what, every day for the last two years. (laughs) And I feel like this book is really really good like I feel like it is it is a ride and it is it is it is going to be 
it's going to be a journey that I feel like as long as our readers are ready and willing to go with us, it'll be, it'll be very good. What day is it getting released? Well, we haven't decided yet. That'll be decided tomorrow. So as soon as we decide this weekend, um, we're going to make all of you guys read it so that we can obviously talk about it on here and shamelessly plug, plug it. What's the cover look like? So I can make sure I get the right one. Well, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Send us the link when it comes out on Amazon so we can buy it. So what this is about is it takes place in 22. Well, it takes place in three different time periods. So it, the, when you, when the book opens up, it takes place in the year 2287. Okay. And you, and this is, I will tell everyone the start of a three book series. So when it opens up, you have these two people that were essentially childhood sweethearts um, they were born on the same day, raised together, and they broke up when they were teenagers um, to pursue different career ambitions. And the kind of unthinkable happens. And right now, in 2287, the world is protected from climate change because of technology that has been developed, essentially climate lasers that destroy hurricanes and destroy tornadoes, and they're able to completely manipulate the weather, essentially. And they find a glitch in the system that someone is going back in time and trying to mess with that. So these two are paired together to go and try to stop the bad guys who are trying to steal the weather technology that makes the earth essentially inhabitable in 2287. And um, that's what it's about. And we left it at kind of a cliffhanger which after Aww. hearing, listen, after hearing back from enough people, we decided to also include the first chapter of the second book in it so that it's not a complete right. cliffhanger cool. that you're right. able to kind of see. Um, Thank you, Jackie, for that, because I was yeah. against it. I was like, nope, let's leave it at a cliffhanger. When I read The Hunger Games, I had to wait. <laughs> but- That's true. It's, you know, it is, I, I agree with, I agree with everybody we've talked to, like, it was a cliff hanger. So it, it helps whet the appetite for the um, next Mom book. just got done copy editing it, and she actually said that she is excited for the sequel. So. I'm excited um, to read it. Yeah, Donna, I'm a woman of very it. few words. <laughs> I... I know I say this when I'm really proud of a book, but I do, I mean it every time because I think we become better writers. This is by far the best character I've ever written. I love her more than, it's different than like Tyler and uh, Brooke because they were my like first. So there's always like a special place for them. But um, I wrote Amara, it's written in two different points of view. So I wrote Amara and Aaron wrote Isa. And Aaron actually took on the challenge of writing the like military war hero, which is usually my thing to do. But I took on like the bookworm person. Aaron completely crushed it. Um, I didn't at I... first though. No, you did not. It was oh, painful. God. It was fucking brutal. It was so bad. But you got there. I got there. Yeah. Why did well, you guys well, choose to do, to write them opposite? Aaron wanted to. Yeah, I thought it was a really good idea to, um, A, stretch our writing, like, legs. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it felt, it felt right, A. But B, it, 
it also, when Jackie started talking about these different characters and she wrote Amara, it was like, I could never write Amara. Like she wrote her like, like Amara. Was, like when Jackie says it's her favorite character, like I agree with that. But I also have never read something that Jackie wrote that I went this, you were literally made to write this character. Like it's really it's really crazy how how well she like zeroed in on her so then it was like me and I'm like you know Isa is supposed to be very like not emotional and very much like boom 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 I'm a badass I'm like that's not me so I was yeah. like how do I write this without any emotion Jackie's like yeah no good try but no <laughs> actually you were a lot better than that and like I eventually was like no I don't like any of this I'm gonna go back and rewrite it all and Jackie was like whatever are you sure and I was like yeah so I did and it worked mm-hmm. finally but it just took a minute to like remember that just because she doesn't have emotions doesn't mean that she's not deep and that was something very difficult for me to get because I was like if she just doesn't have she emotions doesn't show emotions yeah. yeah yeah just if she's not emotional like what does that even mean like how does she react to things well she does she's just more put together and more like succinct with things and like very much like i can't deal with the the drama i just need to go through the trauma like it's it's been it was it was interesting it really 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 stressed me out but I'm happy with how she turned out I'm really happy with how she turned out you ended up doing a great job I feel like she's pretty hot I feel like they're very hot together (laughs) they're good they're a good couple they're a good team because you have Amara with the brain there's two sex scenes yeah yeah there are two juicy it's so funny so like my favorite thing (laughs) So we we decided to read the book to each other to like find errors and actually ended up being like a really good idea. Like I'm very yeah. glad we did it. So your eyes we, skip over shit. Yeah. That you don't catch like, till you read out loud. Well, and then like, I was like, you know, maybe the tone that Jackie reads something in is like different than how I'm thinking. Like, so maybe there's some way that we can like fix something or whatever. <clears throat> that being said, so we're reading, we're reading, we get to the sex scene. Jackie's like, we're going to skip over this, right? That was at work. We're not reading the sex scene out loud to each other. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. We're not doing it. I mean, it's not like it's like, oh, and they had sex, fade the black. No. It's intense. Yeah. Because, you know, they haven't been together and, but it's a romance. We were, intrigue, we were really so. intentional to write a book that, I like writing action books. Everyone who reads my stuff knows that I do, but we were really intentional that we made because I said Amara have to last over three books. Right. So we were intentional in making sure the relationship was so like special and important that you couldn't fathom after the first book, these two not conquering the world together, essentially. Like you're not going to tolerate any, discrepancies in the relationship after this first one so we had to work all of their shit out in this one and when you grew up with someone and then you get your heart absolutely broken by them there's a lot of shit to work out so they were essentially best friends and like together until they were 16 years old when they broke up and now they're back together at 26 and they haven't even so much as said like two words to each other in that 10 years apart so 
the way that they handle it, because Amara has become very much, she's an academic and she's the secretary of history for what the United States is today. And like, um, I says essentially what we would consider nowadays to be like a, a Navy SEAL, but for that current military and how they kind of navigate that they've changed so much, but there's so much about them that's still familiar to each other. So it was, um, it's really good. I'm really, really proud of it. I'm really, really proud of it. We get better. Um, my mom read a really early version of it because we had her helping us with editing early on. And, um, you know, she said she could really tell the difference in like our writing voices at the time. And now it seems very much like we're writing at this as the same Erin essentially makes me a better writer. She's very good at things that I'm not good at. And Same with Jackie. With yeah, me. I'm good at things that she's not good at. So it's really good. I'm very, very proud of this book. Very proud. And I'm glad it's the first one we're doing without a publisher and we're doing on our own. Because I don't want yeah. these two to belong to anyone but us. Right. And they do. They're just ours. Like I can't wait to world. read it. I Me still too. think it's super cute. You guys read the book to each other. <laughs> <laughs> really it was helpful. It, it was really helpful. Was. It was very helpful. We caught a lot. And it's so weird. Like I kept doing stupid things. Like I wasn't capitalizing certain words. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And then like Jackie was doing the same thing. I was like, why are we doing this? Yeah. But, I don't know if we were sharing really funny. one brain cell. Or like, <laughs> yeah, right. Ours were just fried. Yeah. But it's exciting. And I'm very excited about it. I'm proud of it. I know Jackie's proud of it. And I'm excited to see how it's received by our readers and by new readers too, because we will be opening up. Uh, our readership basically to a whole new audience with Kindle Unlimited. So it's it's really exciting. Very, very exciting. So it's called Glitch. It's book one of the Static series. Stacy actually helped us name it. Yeah. When we were at uh, your brother's wedding. And um, yeah, Stacey, and you should the put a picture of the... will probably be out in a little over a month. Right. Stacy, you should put a picture of the cover of it on our TikTok. Okay. Or Instagram okay. or whatever. Love it. Our first marketing. <laughs> no, Fuck. we haven't done that marketing for it, which it's we should okay. do 100%. It's okay. It's okay. We're getting on it. But yeah, our plan was to have it out by summer. That was the... And then the second one we're planning to have out hopefully around Christmas. So Damn, that's quick. That is quick. It is so much quicker than the first book happened. <laughs> but well, now we know we're what we're doing now. Yeah, yeah, we know what we're doing. We know where we're going. We have the bones. Now we're just putting on some muscles. So, how very cool. Isa of you. You know, I like it. <laughs> I'm a badass. I'm a badass. I know. Sometimes I would read Aaron's sections, and I'm like, Aaron. <laughs> but I got so much better. It's the so ice it doesn't better. care about that. <laughs> I actually, you know what's so funny is that like our editor said something at one point in time was like, like, don't you think that she should be like questioning this? And I was like, no, because Isa doesn't have emotions, so she's not going to question that. And Jackie's like, you're right. <laughs> I'm like, I know she questions it eventually, but not then. So it was just really well, fun. The most I just part, loved it. I think was when we were going through the editing process. This is the first time for me, I wasn't beholden to the editor. I took their remarks as suggestions instead of, and sometimes they were spot on and right. 100% right. We needed to make the adjustments. And then other times we were like, no, 
we like it better how we wrote it. We're going to keep it this way. And I've never been able to do that because I've never written without the publisher. So it was, uh, it was cool. Yeah. We had the power. So That's I guess cool. If you guys it totally bombs. It's 100% our fault. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. We'll see. It's not going to, we will see what happens. We will see what happens. <clears throat> so we'll send you guys copies because you're gonna have to read them because we're definitely gonna have to talk about it on here. So yeah, hey, Julia, you're gonna have to read it. Oh, but I'm gonna read it. Mm-hmm. You better. You're you in the acknowledgement, to... so you better read it. You gotta tell me when it's oh. You gotta tell <laughs> me when it's when it's released. When your guys' release date is this weekend. Oh, well, as soon as it goes live, we will let you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's not on there yet. No, it's not. <laughs> but as soon as it goes live, we will let you know. All right. Well, that is it for us this week, guys. Have a good weekend. Make good choices. And uh we'll talk to you next week. Happy Mother's yes. Day. Yes, yeah, happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day for those who celebrate. Yes. Have the weekend you deserve. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.